everybody, and welcome to Eavesdropping, a Killing Eve podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I am joined by Kelly. Hello. Tia. Hello. Whitney. Hello. And Andrew. Hello. Yes, we're back to a full house to discuss Killing Eve, season three, episode six, titled End of Game. Wonderful. Uh, so, as always, we have some bits of business to go over. Uh, first of all, we have reviews. We have four of them. We got four five-star reviews. Wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, so That's good. Reminder, if you go to iTunes and rate and review us, we're not asking for any number of stars. This is what your true heart uh, believes we deserve. And we got four five-star reviews in the last week. So if you do that. Mike, last week, you were really trying to get some zero stars from Flat Earthers, so. <laughs> I, I feel like you were throwing some shade. Against the Flat Earthers. Because if you go to iTunes and write and review, you win something. And we will announce that at some point. From Grace underscore CD2. Uh, awesome. Such a fun way to review and contemplate Killing Eve episodes after watching each week. Each person on the podcast offers interesting input and genuinely makes me laugh at times. I look forward to it after each Sunday. I'm glad we can make you laugh at times, Grace underscore CD2. All right, next we got, and this, all of course, all reviews are my favorites. But this one in particular, I really hit a spot for me because I think they capture what we really go for with this show. So five stars from good friend Tom, exclamation point. Take me to the whole. Love it. Very funny and good vibes. Light analyzing of each episode with diverse perspectives and high-level wit across the board. I was desperately looking for something to help feed my Killing Eve obsession, and these guys really hit the spot. If you have a good sense of humor, love Killing Eve, and need a means to extend your enjoyment of this world, story, and characters, you'll enjoy this podcast. Well, that is... Wonderful. Thank you. Good friend, Tom. What a good friend. Yeah. What a good friend. From Bean Bean Janine. <laughs> bean Bean Janine. Bean Bean Janine. Bean Bean Janine. Uh, five stars from Bean Bean Janine. Uh, refreshing and fun. I'm a recently new Killing Eve fan and started listening to your podcast at season three because I'm clearly obsessed now. And I must say, I'm really enjoying it. I love the casual, fun layout and various perspectives of some of everyone on the show. I know as a fan of Killing Eve, we get the Sunday blues after the show is over. And this podcast is really fun Killing Eve content to look forward to. Smell you later. And we have... Are you all there? Yes. Okay. It was so quiet. <laughs> We're waiting for you. <laughs> we just really, that one, that was nice. We gave yeah. it, you know, we just let it sink in. A moment of silence. <laughs> okay. For the kindness. Lastly, we have from AKA Jody. Love that it's a group. It's great to hear a group discussion. Short, but sweet. Thank you, AKA Jody and your five stars. Aww. So yeah, we, we're doing all right this week. If you enjoy the was podcast. Was that from the Jody Comer? It was. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I can only assume. Yeah. You know? um, There's no other Jodies in the world. No. No, I not that I know of. We are going to move on 
from our bits of business to our first impressions. And I'm just going to say right off the right off the bat here, we got to open up the vault. We got to we got to open up that vault because we took some locks. We threw some locks out last week. First seeing this episode, we got to bring that shit back. So yeah. I'm just saying this this episode was very surprising and we'll talk about whether we like that or not. <laughs> so first impressions, Kelly, what do you got? You know, I find myself, um, I found myself feeling a little perplexed after this episode. Um, I didn't dislike it, but I also didn't love it. Um, I don't know. I think kind of this might be a little off course, but I think similar to like a Game of Thrones thing where once you stop, like drawing from the written material i feel like the creators start like grasping for weird plot points and i Mm kind of feel like that's what's happening with killing eve but there were aspects that i like i i like how it ended i thought it ended on a really cool in um yeah on a really cool tone and there were there there were cool things that happened but in general i'm just like i leave i i'm left wanting maybe a little more maybe a little less who knows (laughs) uh whitney Oh, um, yeah, I, I liked it. I felt like it went really fast. Like when it ended, I was like, it's over. Yeah. I, okay. Um, I don't know why it felt fast though. Um, the title card guy really taking control and, uh, Oh, Jesus. Card crazy. Um, on there. Yeah. Just countries and now it's dialogue. Oh, they're loving (laughs) it. They're like, they're going crazy with it. This it kind TV of seems the... like a joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Andrew? This is TV in the COVID area, you know, which is <laughs> title cards all the time. <laughs> so yeah. many people have, so many editors are just like, I got, I have so much time. I'm just going to put more words on the screen. <laughs> yeah. We got, well, we're paying them their salary. So we got to give them some work to do. All right. You, yeah. title card guy, just uh, go to town. Just, Whatever you want to put. Because uh, there was one... Just any fun phrase. <laughs> yeah. This is bullshit. Done. Not Cuba. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, if you're going to say not Cuba, are you then going to say everywhere we are not? <laughs> you know, it just, it just sets up like a weird pattern. Yeah. Yeah, they got, they, they're playing a little too fast and loose with these title cards. Tia. Oy, oy, oy. Uh... Yeah, I, I, a lot of screaming uh, in front of my computer this episode. I started off uh, yelling, Nico! And dancing in my kitchen. <laughs> and then I ended the episode yelling, Irina! And <laughs> pacing in front, you know, in my kitchen. Um, I, have a, I have a question. Were you watching in the kitchen or did you go to the kitchen to dance? So I started off watching it like I had it set up in my living room and then I took my laptop to my kitchen because I was multitasking a little bit but uh yeah I I was in the kitchen and my laptop was on the counter and I saw sweet Nico in bed and his daddy pissed off and I was so happy he was alive I think one uh kind of going back to even what Kelly was saying kind of like like dislike Things that I would have been excited about were kind of like when they actually happened, it was like, like 
Dasha and Eve meeting, it would, I'm thinking, yeah. And it was like, yeah. And then uh, Villanelle connecting with someone from the 12, I thought it was going to be like, whoa. And it was like, ah. so uh, not my favorite, but uh, Nico's alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Andrew. This is a very hot take, apparently. I think it's my favorite episode of the season. Whoa! <laughs> Save for the title cards. But I think, like, story-wise, I think this is a good episode. Like, a really good episode. Uh, Follow-up question. (laughs) What is good? Uh, No, I mean, mean, like, like, what what did you like specifically about the episode? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I like that we're seeing a little bit more Constantine Irina. We're seeing... Uh, a couple more threads being pulled uh, in terms of the Geraldine Carolyn relationship and how uh, Villanelle is trying to figure out what her next move is and trying to play all the different sides against each other. And I just really liked it. I thought there was a lot of good camera work. Uh, a lot of good fuzzy backgrounds. And it's a huge stride, <laughs> huge stride for women's hockey, uh, yeah. which is great. Sure. Oh, uh, Andrew, that was precious. I like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I agree with uh, a good amount of that. Uh, I did enjoy the episode. Uh, I didn't love a lot of parts of it, though, um, and disliked uh, a lot of a fair amount of the episode and how they handled certain things, but I did overall enjoy it. I love that scene with Carolyn and Geraldine. I thought that was really good and and getting a uh, a glimpse into Carolyn uh, a bit more. Um, I saw Tia make a face when I said I like that like that scene. So I'm looking forward to discussing that one. Um, but yeah, I did uh, I did enjoy it. And then, yeah, the, the the title cards at this point they they used to add something and now they are taking away, I feel like. Uh, so just pull back, pull back a little bit. All right. Uh, so let's get into it. Oh, and as far as Nico being alive, um, since that's where we're, we're starting. Uh, I, that's How? hard to believe. Yeah. That's one of the things I didn't like about this. I thought he was gone. I mean, we, we thought he was gone so much that we pulled, we closed the vault on any lock, Stone Cold Lock that had even a yeah. whiff of Nico. Well, yeah, she didn't pull it out. And I also want to know how fast is like an ambulance getting there? Or how good is the healthcare system in that small town that he survived? And he was in London. I know that from the title card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was in London. So it's like, did he go to like a local Polish hospital? They patched him up and then he was like choppered into London. Like I had so many questions. Yeah. You know what? questions too. Dasha sucks. Like she's not very good at her job, apparently. Yeah, and thank she, goodness she's not. Yeah, she doesn't still got it. You <laughs> <She> don't. <laughs> uh, so we open up in uh, Pancreas, London. Uh, no, Saint Saint Pancras. I'm not sure how to say it. Saint Pancras, London. And yeah, <laughs> Nico's alive somehow. I, I just got to say, I don't like the idea that he survived this. I thought that that was going to be a big thing. I think that they can still have the, it's still going to bring Villanelle and Eve together against 
people, uh, Dasha specifically. Um, and we already see some moments where Villanelle is just like, this, is, this promotion is not what she thought it was going to be. He could have been dead. I don't understand why he's still alive. I like him as an actor. I'm glad he's getting work and continuing with the show for that reason. But story-wise... I do like that he got a chance to say fuck off. <laughs> she says, oh, I will find who did this to you. I promise I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And he is just like, P.S. off forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that was in the title. Card. <laughs> yeah. They made that a title card as well. Yeah, forever. Yep. <laughs> Three titles. And as mentioned, he's got a visitor. Uh, Machek is there. And that person, also not a fan of Eve. Uh, He says that I told him not to marry you, and I said that you would be a big, great ball ache. He's not wrong. Not wrong. Family A. Mm -mm. He called called it. And I love the timing of his I told you so. (laughs) It's like (laughs) we haven't seen this person in three seasons. It's like, you know, we're assuming it's Nico's dad, but it's so funny. (laughs) It's like... He shows up just to be like, uh, you suck. I told him you sucked. <laughs> and I'm here to let you know. Bye. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was great. I want that guy to come back. <laughs> yeah. So that's really all we get of Nico other than the end where she's just kind of like watching him again. Um, she does say that, oh, you're awake. Every time I've come by, you've been as- he's been asleep. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, the, I guess it's the dad. Machek is uh, says something like, "Yeah, why do you think that's the case?" So Nico is just like, "Bacon, bacon." So I'm gonna break things up a little bit because I want to open up the vault right now. I want to revisit. What? I want to revisit the locks specific specifically to Nico. And if you are joining us for the first time, if you are unfamiliar with our stone cold lock system at the beginning of the season we make a bunch of predictions for what we think will happen some of them goofy some of them really trying uh and sometimes the goofy ones come true sometimes the serious ones come true and uh sometimes nothing at all happens <laughs> with any of the locks and that's usually the case most of the time to be honest but last week we threw a bunch of nico locks away because we assumed that he was dead he's not so I want to revisit the vault and um, bring those locks back to life. So Andrew had a lock. Thank you. <laughs> Andrew had a lock. Nico was used by Carolyn to trap Eve. Although I don't know how likely it is, it's now back on the board. So welcome back. Uh, Kelly had yes. Nico mostly absent, but comes back to help at the end. Still possible now. Oh, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say not likely. <laughs> not bloody he likely. He comes in with crutches to, like, knock a gun out of the hand. <laughs> hey, they are still... It's like, <laughs> still possible. Uh, he's right. also been fairly prevalent and then he's throughout just... the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been very prevalent. True. <laughs> and after he c- comes and saves it, he like types in, he's like, you're welcome. <laughs> card. card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end. And I had a lock. Nico and Villanelle reluctantly team up. Don't know how likely it is, but it's back on the board. 
Tia, nothing about Nico. Whitney, nothing about Nico. But so those, yes. What? <laughs> the, the family one, though. We didn't talk about we saw Villanelle's whole family last week. We didn't no, visit the lockbox. I think it was week. touched upon. Gotcha. Yeah, we didn't we didn't open the vault last week, but I think it was. Oh yeah, we didn't um, visit it. Okay, so then while we're here, there was also a uh, Harry Potter actor that showed up. Yes, yes, there was. <gasps> is he a big deal? Is he a big character? So Tia is on the board with someone from Bill and Al's family. Will be revealed. Yes, they are all unless they all turn out to be actors. Uh, that is worth 28 points. So Tia is on the board with that, plus an additional Constantine or whatever the wording that she had for that is also now on the board. Uh, Andrew had at least one other actor, Harry Potter actor will show up in a major way. So we didn't discuss this last week. So Andrew, make your case for what his major way was. He really came in and <laughs> <laughs> when Villanelle is talking with him, he really pushes her and says, look, your mother's this, your mother's not the same. It's different than what she was. And it really drives Villanelle to then murder her entire family, save for her brother and nephew. I'm not sold. I would like to make a case on behalf of Andrew Whitehead. Uh, all right. The, the chair recognizes Kelly. Thank you so much. Um, so as you can see, uh, no, I think just based on the fact that he is granted, he's not blood related, but just the fact that he's a mem like revealed as a member of Villanelle's family, I think is significant. Mm -hmm. Considering she was supposed to be an orphan. Well, he was a... He wasn't okay. her father, father. I know. I guess. I tried, Andrew. Not well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tia or Whitney, anything to say for or against? I would give... Are we allowed to award him half points? Like, ooh. Like, let's say let's give him half the points. And then if another <laughs> Harry Potter character comes in and like a not so big way, it's like two little Harry Potter characters coming in, make one big. Okay. I, wait, I would, I would agree with that if it applies to everyone because I didn't get <laughs> half points for makeup sex last season. It could have been like half points for Damn. the sex, but it wasn't makeup sex. No, so moving just... forward, moving forward, everyone should be allowed half points. So if that's the case, let's award Andrew his half points and make that a rule for everybody. That's right. fair. Well, that's then, fair. no, because I would argue, I would argue, then I should get half points for Villanelle getting a tattoo because she got stabbed and she's going to get a scar from that, which is <laughs> similar to a tattoo. All right, here's so. the deal. As the as the locksmith, <laughs> I have to rule fair but harshly. There are no half points. There, oh. can, there can be no half points because we see the can of worms that gets opened. Yeah. <laughs> now, Andrew, I will say that we did not see him die. So, 
the possibility of him returning in a major way <laughs> is <laughs> is still there. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, his return gotta... <laughs> in and of itself would be major. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if we see him again, later. I think give Andrew the points. <laughs> All right. That is that is fair. Uh, and also, I would say I'm on the board because oh. we had a character drive stick and struggle comically. How fucking ridiculous is that? Oh my god! Yeah. 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 I thought they had uh, to be in an alleyway in New York. No, that's Andrew's. No, uh, <laughs> that was my last season. No, I oh, had okay. my fourth lock. A character has to drive stick and struggles comically. And holy shit, we got it. Was it was it comically, though? It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Was, I did not was, find that scene funny. <laughs> I also... I also think that they were they were like on an airport runway. So it's like what where was the struggle? She was struggling. They didn't on the on screen, they show the car. They they you hear her like struggling with it and mm-hmm. Villanelle says, "Oh my god, you're so terrible." I laughed. I, I didn't. <laughs> I I was angry. <laughs> uh this is worth whatever. With the fact that this happened should have been worth a hell of a lot more points. It is worth 16.75 points. Oh, we gave more points to other stuff. I know. Mm, Okay. Yeah, take your 16 points. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hmm. It's strange that the Vault Master is the only one getting points right now. I'd just like to point that out. And it's Locksmith, by the way. Vault Master's way cooler. Uh, also, open up the vault to let loose a bunch of dead locks, okay? So let's everybody calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vault Master. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it for the, uh, for the vault for now. Cool. Uh, it took too long as it is. Um, so let's move on to, I guess, discuss the show. Uh, right. So, <laughs> yeah. So we have Villanelle okay. meeting with uh, Helena or Helene. Uh, oh, Helene. Helene from the Assassins Club. Uh, she's speaking French and dealing with family <laughs> stuff. Uh, her kids being a pain in the ass. Uh, they move to the couch. Villanelle is wondering, are you trying to seduce me? Uh, and they're drinking champagne. And she brought her here to tell her in person because she wanted to tell her in person that she. Uh, her request has gone through. She's now a keeper, and they have a big job for her that will cause quite a stir. It's a politician in Romania, um, and Villanelle is pretty pissed that she has to do the same things. She thought this was going to be something different. This is what she gets. She got played, son. Mm-hmm. Villanelle, you played yourself. <laughs> hey, here's a postcard, baby. <laughs> it's like uh, she it I wanted to tell you a person. Oh, just like the whole buildup of her being like, I wanted to tell you this in person. Congratulations, you're a keeper. Here's a postcard. <laughs> like it's yeah. like she's doing the same stuff. Yeah. So Whitney? It just made me feel better though that like my boring nine to five that like did stuff like that. That's like, congratulations. You're getting a promotion of a new title. No money, but this and this. It's the same as like an Assassin's League. So <laughs> well, cool. it's the same wherever be, you go. To be fair. 
she did say, Helen, Helene did say that she gets the material perks that go along with the, with the title. So I'm assuming okay, there but... is more money and whatnot involved, but the job is the same. So she got a raise. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I don't know. It reminded me of, uh, did y'all ever watch Tuca and Birdie? No. No. Oh my God. It needs to come back on the air. Um, but anyway, Tuca and Ber- Tuca, Tuca, uh, Birdie gets a promotion and she's so excited and she just ends up working like longer hours and being miserable. So yeah, Villanelle's not happy. That, yeah. Sounds like a show from like the 1600s. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, golden age of television <laughs> yeah uh, with uh with puppets like punch and judy <laughs> yeah it's it is a groundbreaking show y'all have to watch it um it also makes me feel like they are just doing whatever they can do to keep her happy and just like all right fine let's just fine we'll we'll make her quote unquote a keeper we'll give her more money like assistant to the regional manager kind of totally and really quick the fact that she's meeting with villanelle alone in this big old empty room people probably don't even know (laughs) like it's she's she's yelling and yell you know talking to her kids it's very casual it's not she's trying to make it seem like it's a big deal but it's not and where are the other keepers you would think it would be like this big like you are with the keepers now. Join us and we dance or whatever. <laughs> are they Oompa Loompas? <laughs> <laughs> um, it should have been a bigger deal. It's like if you take someone aside and bring them to an empty room, where's the other staff? It doesn't really <laughs> seem like a cake sort of. <laughs> I don't like the look of it. <laughs> Just toss a husky kid in some chocolate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Villanelle's not happy, and we can see that on her face and in her actions throughout the rest of this of this episode. Uh, so we go to Eve at the Bitter Pill. She's looking over all the different kill photos. Um, we see Dasha's kill. We see the earlier uh, Spice killing uh, from Villanelle. Uh, Bear and Jamie think that the texts came from Villanelle. It was all a ploy to lure her so that they can. Uh, she would watch Nico not die. They also pseudo shout out one of our other podcasts. Uh, that means Villanelle is stark raving mad, so, <laughs> which I particularly enjoyed. Um, check out Stark Raving Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, just don't watch season eight. All right. <laughs> Yikes. Eve is looking over these things and wondering um like this this can't be about the bus why why did she why did would she do this um and she she knows that she can't touch him being being nico uh if she still did have it he'd be dead oh that, that's what uh bear says if she still did got it then she'd be dead and not just pitchforked um yeah bear is <laughs> very um insensitive with yeah. Most of the things that he's saying throughout this episode. Yeah. That one was too soon. Yeah. And then when she's at the vending machine in a moment, uh, we'll get to it, but he's just letting loose. Um, so on the desk, Eve sees the Kruger uh, wife, and she's like, what, what's this? Oh, it's, it's the Kruger wife. So 
she couldn't have been there. She she's put, kind of putting it together that Villanelle did not do the Nico thing. She was in uh, Lion Killing. This woman. Um, so there's that. Um, and then she goes to the vending machine where she gets out expired muffins. Uh, so she, oh, Bear comes in at that point uh, and kind of helps her out, saves her from eating a, a nine-year-old muffin. It's been sitting in there. Um, and he's like letting loose. He's like, you know, it's if you're not okay, it's okay to not be okay. Uh, you're, you watched your husband get pitchforked. Uh, you're homeless. <laughs> you, you're, you're in love with the psychopath. He's just saying like all these different things. And she's like, you're not helping. Eve's getting upset. It was like- <laughs> Eve is buying a Kit Kat bar. It gets stuck. She hits the glass and yells, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That oh my it. God. <laughs> oh, right there. Yeah. Uh, and then Bear was like, what? And she says, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Break <of> what? <laughs> Break me off a piece of that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there, there were a few hokey moments like that. Because uh, there's one point where uh, Constantine and Villanelle are talking. And he's like, you can't say anything. Don't let them know that you're going to, you're going to leave. Don't let, even let them see you think about it. I'm just like, fine, I'll, I'll act totally normal. And he's like, no, then they'll definitely know. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Come on. Come on. A little goofy. Got, it got a little too goofy with, uh, with things this episode. Some of it I enjoyed. Some of it just a little took away from, from some moments for me. Um, so, yeah, Bear's really yeah. not helping. And she finally, it finally falls down, this Kit Kat bar, after she kind of gives up. Um, well, he, he says, sometimes you just have to let it win or whatever. It was a very, like, I guess they were trying to kind of make the vending machine, like a therapy moment. Yeah. Remind me of like horse therapy. Are you supposed to like lift the leg of the horse? It means like you're healed or something. You got to keep talking about this. What? Yeah. <laughs> you act well, you know, the thing we should all know. <laughs> I haven't seen, oh, yeah. like, in movies, like, when horses, like, are attuned to the person and you're calm and you're supposed to, like, God, what movie? I'll, I'll find out. But there was a movie where the person kept trying to, like, lift the horse horse's leg and it means you trust, the horse trusts you or whatever. Was it Seabiscuit? No, it was not Seabiscuit. <laughs> was it Flicka? No, I don't think it was a horse-related movie. Was it I mean, Seabiscuit too? What? <laughs> Wait, I'm looking this up. Horse, leg, lift. Was it War Horse? No. <laughs> was it the Water Horse? Shucktails? <laughs> no. So I it will... wasn't Horse Whisperer well, with Scarlett Johansson? One... <laughs> My point is, once like she kind of relaxed <laughs> and he's like, sometimes you have to let it win. That's when the Kit Kat dropped. Was it Star Wars? So I think it Awakens? just means he okay, has to so chill they, out. They, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, so the vending machine is the horse and the Kit Kat is the horse's leg? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> so she leans against the vending machine and it falls back in that moment of giving up, much like Marty McFly in the DeLorean when he puts his head down and finally the car car starts. Ooh. So there's there it is. Yeah. Mm. I don't need to talk more about that one, I don't think. <laughs> I think uh, I like the horse one better. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Oops. 
<laughs> All right. So Bear shows Eve his findings on Dasha Duzran and uh, her chalk kill got her recruited. I could have sworn last week they said that it didn't result in a death, but I guess it did. Uh, her chalk kill got her recruited and uh, she teaches his line of, well, what's she up to now? And he says, she teaches we kids to do the roly polies. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I loved it. Love that line. Maybe my favorite line of the show, of this episode. She teaches we kids. Wish it was, was um, a, a card, a flash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put that up on the screen. Oh my God. The title cards are going to turn into full sentences now. We yeah. kids. Roll it, pole. It's just going to be closed captioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we also just review that Whitney's English accent is an Italian cartoon <laughs> chef? It's the one roly poly. It's the roly poly. That's a spice of meatball. Like. <laughs> Pretty oh, good man. accent. <laughs> All right. So uh, Eve goes to Carolyn's uh, and she opens up. Oh. Eve, tell me everything you know about Dasha Dusran. Ugh. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for Hello. listening, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carolyn is doing some cactus surgery. I was so curious about this. Was she injecting stuff into her cacti? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Do I need to be doing Is that why I can't keep cactuses alive? <laughs> Are you not injecting things? No. And they you always just gotta die get some morphine. Me. I don't know. Maybe it was water. She said that like a a, dr- a, a drought they can survive. I think it was but... rot. It was it was brown. Oh, rot. The, uh, she said a drought you can like fix, but rot will instantly kill. Mm-hmm. So some kind of. I don't know. I Do we think curious. that's a metaphor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hope so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So she's given this cactus medicine. All right. Um, that's something I'll, I'll, I'll look up later. <laughs> I, I'm going to lock that you are not going to do that. <laughs> Wait, is that a rogue lock? Yeah, rogue lock. I, I doubt when we talk next week that you're not going to be this like cactus master now. Oh, man, my back room will be a whole bunch of cacti. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, hang on a second. Whitney? Oh, those, uh, I know this is going to be fascinating for our viewers that can't see what Mike just did, but uh, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Apparently, those cacti only grow in a certain part of the world, and it's in America, in Arizona. Where my parents live. And that's the only place they grow. USA. <laughs> uh, just bragging. So. Oh, man. We got yeah, cacti. We got aliens. We're winning. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is where know? America is right now on the things we, we have left to root about. Um, and it's, we got cacti. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nowhere else has those. Yeah. And they're really old. Like, apparently, they don't start sprouting an arm until they're like a hundred and something. Wow. My mom can tell you all about it. <laughs> you know, probably should explain. Oh, I was gonna say we probably should explain to people listening. Uh, yeah, Mike just changed his Zoom background to a field of Carolyn's cacti. I got uh, two more points on this cactus sidetrack. 
um, sidetracked us, if you will. Uh, <laughs> the background is from doing a um, Better Call Saul podcast. Uh, so that's why I even have that. And two, now because of Whitney's extensive knowledge on cacti, I don't need to Google it. Um, yeah. So by default, Whitney, your rogue lock pew, pew, came true. <laughs> no, but I want to know what, what are you injecting in a cacti? What happens if they're getting, yeah. What happens if you get rot? Ask your mom. <laughs> oh, I don't need to ask. She's, I'll just never hear the end of it. <laughs> All right. So uh, Carolyn is doing that cactus surgery. And she says that Dasha had been kicked out of the KGB for killing one of her own, which is why she's exiled from Russia. It was, and, you know, she keeps trying to get back to Russia and be allowed back there. That's why she killed, uh, I guess, another KG, KGB agent. Um, and she'd be eating whole ass lemons. Yeah, Ryan and all. <laughs> she plucked it from a tree and just like. <sighs> she bit into I it love like, the, uh, like the owl bites into the Tootsie Roll pop. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a lemon? A one, a two, a three, a three. A three. <laughs> this is Dasha. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So Eve thinks that she's running Villanelle out of Barcelona, which she is. She is. Um, but doesn't have any idea that Dasha is actually in on a lot of this stuff. Um, and Carolyn says, if it was the 12, Eve, does it really matter who had anything to do with it? And she's like, well, I could say the same thing about Kenny, you know? Um, yeah. Rude. Burn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything more on this scene before we move on? Eve's still rude. Eve still ain't growing because it's like Nico's alive. Kenny, Carolyn's son, uh, is dead. So uh, chill out. She's. I think she's also just super defensive um, in general, and I think it has more to do with Villanelle than Nico. So this is all about Villanelle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, no, great. Tur- it was a great turtleneck. Um, I do love <laughs> the lime, the uh, the lime line, and I don't know. I don't. I didn't think Eve came off as rude. I feel like this is just their rela- like. Eve is self-centered and all this stuff, but I don't know. I feel like her and Carolyn have this understanding that they, they just communicate very like blatantly. And like, I feel like Carolyn is kind of similar. Um, I, I enjoy their interactions still. Whitney, did you have more? No, just a fantastic turtleneck. <laughs> the turtleneck for the I, ages. I would, I think, yeah, I'm Carolyn's clause is the one I would take out of everyone's. Oh, okay. That coat she whips out later when she like goes to the park to meet up with that dude. It's like not plaid, but plaid ish. (laughs) Um, Fantastic. So good. Yeah. We go to (laughs) Russia. Uh, We're at Arena's hockey match. Constantine is there watching, getting into it. And then Villanelle shows up. Uh, and she shows up with a Kelly's air horn and uh, she wants a hot dog. Can't have sports <laughs> without a hot dog. Don't we all? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> says that she's, she's going with Constantine. She's made her mind up. Uh, he says, no, he asked her how the trip was. How's your mother? 
And then she's just like, well, no. And he's like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no, Villanelle, why? Why? You were supposed to grow up and, and find that she wasn't evil at all. And I don't want to talk about it. And then they drop it. Wow. So there's that. Um, that was a good scene. It was, yeah. yeah. And um, she deserved it. Everyone's mother deserves it. You just <laughs> don't do it. You're not supposed to do it. <laughs> You don't do it. Speak for yourself. I love my mom. Uh, so again, she says that she's leaving. Um, he says it's too dangerous for all three of them to go. Uh, he says no. And she says that she, she just wants out. She's done. And don't let them see you even think about getting out of it because they'll kill you right then and there. And Arena scores a goal in the last minute. They miss it. She's pissed. And her and Villanelle get at it, uh, go at it a little bit. Constantine tells her if she goes, she has to leave everything the clothes, the apartment, and her. Meaning, of course, Eve. And yeah, then there was that moment, I'll act totally normal. Well, then they'll <laughs> definitely know something was up. <laughs> which was just... So it was something out of like a early 90s or mid 90s uh, comedy. Just that little bit of, mm -hmm. that little line of dialogue. Um, yeah, like cue laugh track. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like Villanelle this is kind of like this scene linked to the last scene that we see her in it's just this desperation like she just wants to be free she wants to leave she's like over the 12 she's over this job and so yeah it was I don't know I just feel really bad for her just feeling so trapped um yeah. but yeah anyway she's just yeah. like take me with you. Like that's, you know, we think in a keeper status, she'll have it. She'll be happy and satisfied, but nope. So take me with you. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I would like to say that her jumpsuit was incredible. Oh, so good. Mm. So great. Love some stripes. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Uh, so we go to Carolyn in the park having a uh, clandestine meeting with uh, some guy named Mike. And uh, <laughs> they're talking about poker, just having some nice chit chat, making nice. Um, I guess they're family friends. She hasn't been over in a while, you know, due to her son dying, I guess. And uh, he's giving over phone records from Kenny's phone, his work phone, in the two days before he died. And there are several incoming and outgoing calls to a Russian number. Um, and Mike also adds that he's like, I sent this shit like two weeks ago. <laughs> I sent this shit two weeks ago. Haven't heard from you. So I thought this was a good idea to kind of meet up in person. And that sets off alarm bells, several alarm bells in Carolyn's head, which is where the next things go. So she rushes in. Well, first of all, anything on that bench meeting? So originally, like when the scene first started, I actually thought when they were talking about poker, and risotto and mushroom that that was code oh yeah me too <laughs> yeah i was like ooh, like poker what does that mean what does that what's that symbol mean and what is that symbol and then he, then he goes from that to like okay so here's the phone records and who called kenny before he died and i'm yeah. like oh so that they were literally talking about meeting up for dinner so i yeah. thought that was funny how they played it yeah i thought that was really really good i did enjoy that kind of that humor because yeah it worked. So we go to Carolyn going in to see Paul, who was apparently who was apparently blocking that info. Uh, she asks him if he's working for them, 
she uh, he asks her, are you working for them? Um, and says that none of us are to be trusted, which is why we're all here and they share a laugh. Um, and she goes, all right, fine, good day, and heads out. And he's like, oh, oh, wait, this is your office. And she heads back in and is like, oh, very good lighting. It's very good light. <laughs> it's a good paint color too. Maybe because I'm just like doing home projects, but I was like, ooh, how can I find out what that paint color is in her office? <laughs> Got to screen cap that image, take it to a, a Home Depot or a Lowe's or okay. your preferred local uh, hardware store, paint shop, and show it to them. I'm sure they can get it, get it for you. Or maybe it'll show up in a title card later. They're like bear four screen midnight. And I'm like, cool, thank you. Glad thank you, you so much, title pod. card. <laughs> yeah, Paul's Paul Shady. Mm-hmm. I never liked him. <laughs> gonna get the snip. Yeah. I hope so. Yep. All right. So we are now with Irina and mom's boyfriend is dropping her off. Hi. <laughs> he's so nice. And she no, he's hates not. Him. He is. No. He asked her, he mentioned her period. If they blame a woman being emotional because she's on her period. True. You can have emotions all time. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That is and fair. also calling it your special time. Like you can go straight to hell. This this, <laughs> this guy is making an effort and doing sure. it in a, in a doing a poor job of it. Um, yes. But he is making an effort to connect with her, to be nice to her, and she is not having any of it. Um, probably for some of the reasons we just brought up. Um, so. He made her a PB, PB, I don't just peanut butter, just peanut butter, peanut butter sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. Um, no J the J is assumed, but maybe that's just me. Uh, Villanelle is there, uh, waiting for her and she, she's over by the swings. She goes over, um, asks, is he a perv? Nope. He's just really, really nice. So that's from arena. I'm just saying they go, we have that driving stick scene. And uh, complaining about her, she's complaining a lot about her mom's boyfriend. Villanelle says you should kill him. Um, and they are apparently talking about going to Cuba. This is where they're all going to be headed. And Villanelle makes the mistake of saying that it's uh, in South America, right? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Irene, like, villain, villain, yeah, vanilla, vanilla. Oh, my God. <laughs> Vanilla ice. <laughs> Vanilla ice. Awesome. Vanilla L. That would be Villanelle's, uh, yeah, hip hop name. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you're right. She, yeah, Villanelle. But that was a kind of a game. Like she was trying to find out where they were going. So she was saying different things until Irina got frustrated and was like, Cuba's not in South America. And it's like, uh, so she totally. Yeah, Cuba. <laughs> Cuba. <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little goofy little goofy but i enjoyed it uh so let me go to constantine who is not in cuba. not in cuba not cuba that's when i lost my mind <laughs> i was like oh my god if i see one stupid title card he went to the kitchen and danced yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah constantine not in cuba 
coming out of a store and Carolyn is there waiting for him. Uh, and she's, they're, they're just having some small talk. Like, how are you? Oh, I'm galvanized. Such a weird way to put it, but <laughs> very Carolyn of her. And give me your wallet. Throws it out the window. What are you doing? And uh, he says, like, what were you doing with my daughter? Um, Geraldine kissed him. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it did. Y'all, and y'all were talking about Constantine and Geraldine hooking up. And I was thinking, like, what? Me and too. She was kind of, she was trying to get some Constantine. <laughs> She's lonely. She's just looking for some companionship, so. Hey, that's well, like her half, possible half dad, her brother's daddy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, Constantine's hot. <laughs> um, what can you do? Man. Also, and I am not a psychiatrist, psychologist by any stretch of the words. We're not doctors. We're not doctors here. Just we're not, vault masters. We're just, we are locksmiths. <laughs> locksmiths. <laughs> Smitherses. Smitherses. Uh, so her getting with someone that is close to Carolyn, see, it, it seems to me like what could also be playing a part there. Um, he's close mm. to her. She's been trying desperately to get close to her mom. Mom's not having any of it. So then she's drawn to the next person around in that orbit that has some connection to her mom. Like to piss her mom off? To what end? I don't know. I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist by any stretch of the words. Or a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Or a doctor. (laughs) There's a thing that like uh, daughters and sometimes sons, like it's when you don't get to experience the Electra or the Oedipal complex as a child it can manifest if you meet your parent later in life mm. and then it sounds like, like someone's a psychiatrist yeah. or a psychologist or reads books <laughs> <laughs> or greek tragedies or went to school um maybe i'm not saying that that isn't valid i'm just saying i a hundred percent do not think that was geraldine's intention i think she's up to shady shenanigans I never trusted her either. Uh, the subconscious is not very often the surface intention. <laughs> we got Nico in here. I fell asleep. <laughs> I just Nikoed. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So she kissed Constantine, but there's more because she starts asking about Kenny. What were you doing talking to my son? the night before he died and he doesn't answer. And then he lets out one of the weirdest screams. I don't know if y'all caught that. He screamed a lot in this episode. Yeah. But this one, it wasn't a scream so much as it was like a. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll you'll have to indulge me because I I did record it. Hang on. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, do it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Carolyn wasn't playing. That's from she the gut. There to play. Uh, Kenny called him the night before he died and asked if Constantine was his father. And Carolyn pulls over. What did you tell him? I told him I don't know. And she makes him get out of the car. So that's that's so Constantine. That's Kenny's daddy. Seems like. 
Carolyn was just like, it wasn't like the, just the fact that she said, what did you tell him? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't something that was dismissed. Yeah. So, and now I don't know if y'all, I, I, I wish people could, um, if they were able to watch our episode, I could have this on display, but if you put Irina's face and Kenny's face next to each other, they do look like siblings. Tia, are we to believe that you've done this? <laughs> Tia's got a whole wall. Just use your character's TED talk. Yeah, do you have a whole chart? No, but look at and, and look at the heads, man. I mean, I you know they're all the actors. Heads, but yeah, you probably they're actors. Like I feel like I'm seen little women. They don't look like sisters at all, but they Tia, are. Tia's going to be carried out in a straitjacket. <laughs> look at their heads. Look at their heads. It's all. I am. I am with Tia on this, Constantine. And Kenny have the same shaped head. Thank you. And they do. They do. Look at, yeah. So the other thing is, I know when we were, uh, not we, I didn't think this, but some people thought Constantine killed Kenny. And when he was just staring at the memorial, but now we know he was staring at it because he's like, that might have been my son. My boy. Yeah. My son died. <laughs> yeah. All right. Also, wait, oh, really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the car, Constantine, like the acting in that scene, his mouth was quivering. Did y'all see his mouth quiver? How? Show uh, us. He had a quiver lip. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was just quivering. He had a little quiver lip. Bottom. <laughs> he had a case of quiver lip. Classic <laughs> mm, <laughs> quiver lip. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. Get that cactus juice in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what? What? What is it, Doc? Give it to me straight. Well, I don't know if you're ready. <laughs> How many doctors are in here? <laughs> I'm sorry. I knew. I'm just training. I'm just watching. I just got excited. Uh, you got to tell me. I got to get back to work. What's it going to be? What do I got? How much time? What, what's the diagnosis? <laughs> it's just me now. Um, son, <laughs> son, you got it. You got a case of quiverlet. That's gonna be two weeks in bed. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, so she makes him get out of the car and walk. I right, hopefully he goes back the way they came and gets his wallet and shit. Yeah, you're I mean, gonna have him days. go in the road. Yeah, that oh, wallet is not finding. Gotta walk think he's gonna find anyway. his wallet. Come on. I no. mean, the biggest pain in replacing a wallet, actually, he seems like he would carry a lot of cash. So maybe he'll get the cash back. But you, like, cancel all those credit cards. This is someone that loses a wallet often. Um, and he's got to get a new ID. Okay, fine. I'm going back for the shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Moving nope, on. not me. Sayonara. So Yeah, goats- I'm, like, calling PD. Yeah. yeah. Go to the Carolyn and Geraldine scene, uh, which I've already said I was a fan of. I really mm-hmm. like the scene. I like the insight into Carolyn. I like the honesty that came out. Uh, and I like that Geraldine got some straight talk, finally, from, from mom. Not very comforting, uh, but it was straight talk nonetheless. She comes back from the market with some wonky veggies. And uh, says, no one wanted these ones. They've got some abnormalities or whatever. And Carolyn says, are you comparing yourself to a carrot? (laughs) Which, come on, Carolyn. Good Lord. Yeah. And then Geraldine kind of lets it out. Like, what's going on? I'm trying this. I'm trying everything. And Carolyn is just, I would really much rather have this conversation after 
we eat? Can we, can I, can I just fucking eat? Can I eat? And then we can talk. And uh, she then finally just gives in a little bit and starts talking. You were your dad's and Kenny was mine. He understood you. I understood Kenny. Kenny understood me. That was just the way that it was while we were all alive. Uh, and no, you're not easy for me to understand. I can't, I can't lie. I don't have that. I don't have that gene. So to you, I am harsh and cold. Uh, and to me, you are disappointed and expectant. Ouch. Not, yeah. Not wrong. No. Um, yeah, there's some ouch there, but I think that that's them connecting like this in this, in this weird, weird way. And she's seeing how her mom thinks, how her mom behaves, uh, what's behind those thoughts and, and feelings. So there's some ouch, but I think there's also some, oh, okay. Ouch and all. Well, I can't I'm... say, oh, well, I was just, before, go ahead, Kelly. I was just going to say, I'm not saying anything because I said I wouldn't speak negatively on a particular person. <laughs> so go ahead, Kelly. Um, I was just going to say, I will listen, like anytime Fiona Shaw has like a monologue type moment, it's just always so good. She's just so good at like just driving through those longer moments yeah. and just like everything hits and just like cuts like a knife. And it's just like, Mwah. it's like, it's so fun to hear her talk, even if she's saying like pretty mean things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. She commands attention mm-hmm. and everything that she says and does is with purpose. There mm-hmm. are no, um, but you know, there's no wishy-washiness. Every every word, and you can see it in her controlled speech. Everything is being said. She's choosing her words so carefully. Um, I was also going to say, uh, with the Constantine reveal, kind of makes sense um, how Carol that Carolyn feels about Geraldine because if Carolyn and her man had Geraldine. But then, if she had Kenny with Constantine, if she's not a, wasn't a fan of the of Geraldine's dad, then it's just like, ah, eh, that's yeah, yeah. Whereas she still runs hot for Constantine, and yeah. Kenny, I believe, is a part of that. Sure. Anybody have kids from uh, different partners up in here? Anybody? Okay. Mm-mm. I wish we could not speak that to that. So, Carolyn is chopping veggies and cuts herself. Geraldine kind of helps her. Um, helps her with the with the cut, and she Carolyn lets all that out, and she says, "But <laughs> all that aside, all that nasty shit I just said, you're right. We are all that's left. We only have each other in this. So I'll tell you what: you make your god awful stew, <laughs> and I'll pretend to enjoy it. Oh, and, yeah. And then you can tell me what's going on with you and Constantine, because while I can't lie, it seems like you can't help yourself but to lie. So what the fuck? Ooh. Yeah. Good night, yeah. turn. Yeah. Good night. Burna. <laughs> Burna. Just fired. Burna. Ouchies. Constantine, Paul is in there waiting for him. Another person <laughs> where is just waiting for Constantine, says something, and then, ah, scares him. <laughs> 
Oh, they're great away from me in the dark. Yeah. Mm. Has that ever happened to anyone? You've come home to just someone sitting in your house? No. How does that happen Not- to you? <laughs> you should get a security system. Yeah. In the dark? Sitting in your house in the dark now? Yeah, I was just wondering. <laughs> Kelly, you said yes. So I, I have this issue where I interrupt people before they finish talking. I should have let you finish. I've like been startled by people just sitting in rooms that I've walked into. <laughs> you get so quickly. <laughs> I was just so excited to connect. Um, Every no, time I, Kelly will goes to a party, it's she. It feels like a surprise party for her. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, you're throwing this party. <laughs> You invited no, I, all of us. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, no, but I do get easily startled um, in general. And then, yeah, people in rooms, like I've, I've been surprised seeing like my roommates in the living room. Um, but that wasn't the question. So we can move on. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then, it's a good thing to know. Kelly startles. <laughs> yeah, I, it's true. I do. <laughs> so Paul is there waiting for him in the dark. Uh, and he says that Kruger wasn't the person that they were after, uh, after all, that there was somebody else was stealing. And it wasn't Bertha, his wife, but whoever had her killed seems to know who it was. So he wants Constantine to track down who killed uh, Kruger, Kruger's wife, Bertha. Or who gave the order. Who gave the order, right, yes. Because yeah. um, Villanelle killed her. Yeah, that we know, that we know for sure. Um, yeah, so I know that we are three seasons in, three, three seasons and six episodes in, but I still don't know what the fuck the hierarchy of this place is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who's working with who, uh, and if they think they're being very clear, maybe there are other, uh, people that watch this show that are like, oh yeah, this is the, and you know, the show a whole ladder, (laughs) a whole graph of things, but we do a podcast. I watched the episodes twice. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> flash instead of like uh, not Cuba, flash like hierarchy of who, <laughs> yeah. who's paying who on the screen for us. Yeah. I'm also starting to think that it's not just like, it's my sound childish, but I, I don't think it's just like there's 12 people up top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think it might have started out as like, the 12 rings and they like there were 12 assassins that decided to form a club yeah and then from there it's like spiraled into this yeah into hydra hmm. sure what we need is one to rule them all true and in the darkness bind them oh. could, yeah get a fellowship together is that like what the <laughs> that's yeah what that's villanelle is uh I, yeah, the fellowship would be Eve, Jamie, Bear, Carolyn, um, <clears throat> Villanelle. Who would Villanelle be within within this? She'd probably be Gollum. Gollum? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she because she's she's kind of playing both sides. She bounces, yeah. Who would Eve be then? Frodo, because no one likes her. I see Sam. Oh, don't. Sam, wouldn't Sam be Kenny? No. Because because Frodo and Sam were homies. Yeah, but Sam saves the day and Kenny's dead. Kenny's Faramir. Oh, Mm. Oh, yeah. Hmm. 
Oh, well, like, I didn't really watch the Faramir from lives. that last moment when he's like, "Oh, I should be a good guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could we be Legolas? Hmm. Maybe Jamie. Legolas. So Did you say Legolas? <laughs> <laughs> Legolas. <laughs> Legolas. Legolas um, of the Woodland Realm. Um, All right. Uh, well, no, no. I think he would be Jamie, and then the little troll guy because they have a good like Gimli. After back Gimli. and forth, would be um, Bear. That mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, glad we figured that out. <laughs> yeah. Now we we'll can sleep good tonight. <laughs> Kelly, I will say I think Jamie's more of an Aragorn. That's just me. That's because you're attracted to him. Carolyn is Aragorn. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I guess that could be the king. This this takes way more time and energy <laughs> to map out properly. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, so we go to Barcelona. 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 Uh, actually, more like Bowl Salona. <laughs> oh, yeah. there it is. <laughs> because they are a bowling. And and Dasha, not one to hide because she's got that big fucking Dasha coat on. <laughs> that, like Jesus from Big Lebowski jacket. Oh yeah. man. You don't fuck with a Jesus. Yeah, right. Dasha. She's got a name on the chest and on the back. Yeah. Yeah. There's no mistaking who she is, which is good no. news for Eve. Yeah. yeah. Eve is looking for her. <laughs> Or anyone she goes on a blind date with. Yeah. Uh, so Eve shows up, up for a game. Oh, geez. And this was a weird scene. Oh, it was so, so weird. I liked it, but it was weird. And I don't understand why Dasha was saying all the shit that she was saying. What were you saying, Whitney? Oh, just that Eve's like up for a game. I don't think Eve's a good bowler. <laughs> well, I think if she said yes, I think Eve would be terrible at bowling. I agree. I thought it was kind of cheesy that she was so good. It's like uh-huh. make her make her mediocre or make her bad, and I think the scene would have been a little more enjoyable and funnier, and we still would have gotten the same information. Yeah. Uh, here is here is my take on this. Is it a hot one? Uh, I don't know. You tell me the tenth when I'm done. Okay. All right. Um, she wasn't really trying, and she was fumbling into strikes. Uh, she was she was getting into this game just to stay with Dasha and have that conversation. Um, and she's not trying, and she's still getting the same results as Dasha, who has great technique, whereas Eve is just, like, so messy and still getting mm-hmm. strikes, which is also how she approaches investigating as well. She's super messy, um, and she still happened like everything still kinds of kind of works out for her right personally not around her everybody else gets fucked up but for her personally things tend to work out mm. that was really that good was i'd say i need oven mitts for that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so i think hot. that's yeah it's that's the hottest of takes hottest of <laughs> takes um, dare I say reaching for the top <laughs> shelf with that one. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, that was good. But she the edit was weird because as soon as, like, Eve shows up, you know, she's like, oh, up for a game. And then it just goes from that to them bowling. And then 
after they bowled for a little while, it's like, who are you? What do you want? My name's Dasha. Like it was just very strange. Yeah. All of it was strange. And <laughs> what? Yeah. And then even when she fumbled the ball, when Eve's like, my husband's alive. You would think that Eve would have picked up on that. Like, Ooh, why, why'd you drop the ball all of a sudden when I mentioned my husband was alive? Anyway. Well, she screamed when she was on the approach. That's rude. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't do it. Just as Dasha said, I'm on Dasha's side here. Uh, Mark it down it's, as a strike. It's very, it's very distracting. Also, I, I would say, because I am a bowler, um, they were definitely cutting the time between throwing that ball and the ball coming, coming back. Anything more on bowling? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. Uh, <laughs> Welcome uh, back to Eve's bowling. So Eve says, I know you work for the 12. And that's pretty much all she had to say. I know you work for the 12. Yeah, I work for the 12. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm working for them. Sure. I'm working with uh, Villanelle. You're never going to be as good as her. See? Um, <laughs> she just kept <laughs> going on. And you're not going to win this. Uh, just all, just kept vomiting up all of this information, which I could not yeah. understand why Dasha was giving up so much. Because um, I thought they were supposed to be like subtle and in hiding and uh, blend in. And she's right. to this investigator and saying, confirming, yes, I work for this criminal organization. Yes, I'm working with Villanelle, another criminal who, by the way, shot you. Um, just going on and on. She about even told Eve about Villanelle's promotion. Yeah. That's weird. So, so weird. All of this is so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Whatever. man. Villanelle had to work harder to get the location out of Irina than Eve had to work to get information out of Dasha. Yeah which is ridiculous. Do you think it's because Dasha felt a little guilty or just wasn't ex- like just caught off guard? It's like she just, she thought she killed this guy and then here comes his wife and she was just like, well, well I don't know. It was so odd. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, there was a little, she was throwing a little off balance uh, with things and just trying to get an upper hand. Uh, yeah. I can see that a little bit, but Dasha, man, if that's all it took for you to lose your cool, I right. guess that would also track a little bit because she killed, you know, the person in the gym. Uh, she uh, killed a KB, KGB agent. Um, I don't think that they were the same person. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know. Weird scene. Yeah. I like the bowling. <laughs> it, made, it made me miss bowling. Oh, Makes me miss a lot of thing watching the show, going out, <laughs> being around people. Yeah, yeah, traveling. Uh, the scene ends with Dasha saying, "You think you're winning? You can't beat us. You understand? I can kill you anytime. End of game. Title. <laughs> That's her title. End of game. And yeah. she puts her ball in her 1960s bowling bag and heads on out the door. Yeah." Kill you anytime, any day of the week, you name it. Cool. Killing you. Home stretch here. Uh, So Villanelle is in Romania where she is on assignment. And we have the title, This is Bullshit. Oh, so bad. So dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She's posing as a hairstylist. And this guy says that it's, you know, it's, it's pouring outside or it's pissing out there. And uh, his hair is wet. She wets it some more and then puts on one of those hair, hair dryer things 
and a little too close, starts to electrocute him. He struggles and stabs her. She runs out, drops the scissors, which I thought was... Yeah, blood everywhere. Yeah. Rookie mistake. Yeah. And then leaves him to fry. Yeah. She's always leaving DNA on the scene, though. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But with that... Super true. Was she supposed to make it look like an accident? Because she, like, took his little mask off and shoved it in his mouth. (laughs) I understand that. I was like, is she supposed to be impatient? Yeah, I don't know that they said that it had to be uh, a certain way, did they? Um, no. Because Dasha had said, like, oh, I can go I can go home after this mess. So she made a big mess of things. Yeah. It, it seems like how she's tended to kill people. If it, it fits with yeah. how she does stuff. I don't know I why. Think... Go ahead, Whitney. No, I, I'm saying I don't know why she did it. If you know why. I have a speculation. A <laughs> um, I think... Is it a hot take? I think it's a pretty, uh, you tell me, you tell me when I'm done. Um, I think it was to show that she's like so disheveled and like off her game that she just like nonsensically just like took off the mask and like she just the whole time kind of seemed like A, she didn't really want to do it and was like forcing herself to do it almost. Yeah. Um, So I think that's why like, because the whole kill was super awkward. (laughs) Yeah. Just kind of going through the motions. Yeah. Losing all her drive. And she got hurt. She got stabbed. She like has all this shit on her and she got stabbed. It's like that probably wouldn't happen if she was like feeling good, you know? Yeah. Okay. What's the heat on that one? Oh, uh, I'd say it's a, it's a, it's a room temp. Yeah. Yeah, Lukewarm temp. Yeah. Yeah. Lukewarm temp. Myself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Comfortable to eat. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll take it. Constantine is packing a bunch of black pants. <laughs> They're slimming. They're slimming pants. <laughs> it seemed like, other than his passport, that was the majority of the suitcase. Yeah. It was just black pants. He's ready for stage crew. Um, yeah, he is packing a bunch of black pants and calls Arena and says, school's getting out early this year. Be ready. And that was it. Oh, so geez. we go to Villanelle who is sewing up her arm. And then Dasha comes in. What the hell have you done? And she says, I'm leaving. I've had it with this dump. We got no food. We got no jobs. (laughs) Wait a second. Are we talking about you now, Mike? What's going on? Go back to Jim Carrey. Uh, How was your meeting with Helene? Well, you know, I'm a keeper now. So there's that. Um, You get to go home. I can't go home after this shit. You kidding me? And then she helps stitch her up. And... Get some topical anesthetic. Get goo. Something. Yeah, get some topical goo. <laughs> something to. They really wanted area. us to see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they did. They <laughs> zoomed up on that shit. Man, uh, yeah, that was painful to watch. Um, y'all, yeah, it's a uh, get some get some numbing agent on there. Numbing agent. <laughs> is, that what, is that what the doctors call it? Yeah. Give us yeah. a numbing agent. <laughs> numbing stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Where are those doctors at from earlier? They could tell us. Uh, so Dasha gives her one last kind of what the fuck look. Because Vona is there. She's kind of crying. She's completely undone. Her her arm's bleeding. Um, she just got stitched up. And Dasha just stands and looks over her like, the fuck? Walks out the, walks out the door. 
do you think that, I, that almost felt like, a, um, yeah, just very ominous the way, because Dasha stepped away, kind of gave her a look. It's almost like she was contemplating like, should I kill this bitch? <laughs> she just walked off. Is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. But um, Constantine told, he's like, don't even hint mm-hmm. at you want to leave. And then as soon as this kills her, she's like, I want to leave. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big clue. It's a pretty big clue, Villanelle, that you want to leave. Just fucking saying it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think Dasha... I think it'll kind of end up how it was going to end up anyway with uh, Villanelle and Eve uh, going after Dasha, like them all kind of working against things a little bit. And maybe we get to see a little bit more of whatever the fuck this hierarchy is or a headquarters of some kind. I don't Any know. information would be neat. <laughs> yeah. We get to see six of the 12. That would be cool. <laughs> a half dozen of the 12. Uh, yeah, like I show. still want... I still want some suspense, but like, let's see some of these. Now, was your lock that they will be revealed or that they are just seen? Because if we get a shot and it's just like the back of six heads, I'm still prepared to give you points. Oh, <laughs> I, would, I would argue not to give me points. <laughs> Mike, Wait, what are like you doing, like, Vault Master? <laughs> if they're like behind this door are some of the 12 and they just open it. It's like the back of heads. I feel like that Is that like scary. a studio tour that this person's on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh? The 12th page just opens the door. Uh-huh. Here we're having a meeting. This is a yeah. very exciting day tour group. Uh, six of the 12 are actually in and they're working behind this door. <laughs> Let's see what they're up to. And just people getting strangled. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I'm, I, I want to see faces. All right, fine. Uh, then let it be known that if we see the back of six twelve <laughs> <laughs> <six> heads, <laughs> doesn't count. Doesn't count. All right, wrapping. Unless it's very clearly obvious. Like if it's Carolyn's haircut with a turtleneck, <laughs> we know who she is. If it's Constantine's yeah. head, like right. if it's heads, we recognize. All yeah. Right. Okay. All right. All right. So wrapping things up. We have uh, that moment where Eve, or, uh, Dasha gives her the look right before saying, or right after saying, clean yourself up and I'll order pizza. Um, then we go mm. to Eve looking at Nico through the, uh, through the blinds and him <laughs> faking like he's sleeping. And then Constantine waiting for Irina and Irina is in a car and she smiles and then runs over her mom's boyfriend hits well first hits him with the car and then proceeds to run him over with said car and laughs Mm -hmm. and constantine's like whoa yeah what are you doing and uh-huh. just, boyfriend shouldn't have done it yeah don't be talking about my special time of the month homie yeah that's probably maybe what did it yeah <laughs> i mean who hasn't run over someone when they've been on their period right like yeah. guilty uh, <laughs> like, it's like a rite of passage <laughs> all right oh, just uh, shedding my uterus lining like girl <laughs> uh, see you there uh, yeah. we're gonna wrap things up with uh, final thoughts and then winners and losers. Final thoughts on the episode. Well, just that last scene, dude, like 
I mean, Irina's assassin origin story, I guess. Like, this is her first, this is a huge deal. It's her first kill. And it also shows that Villanelle definitely influenced her because she was kind of like, oh, why don't you kill him? And uh, she did. Yeah. I don't think he's dead. If I, he I hope he's not dead, but. If Nico survived, anybody could survive now. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was just like a bump and a thump. Like, I feel like. <laughs> bump and a thump. <laughs> what are you guys saying? Whitney has definitely <laughs> hit people That's... with her car because she has a cute little saying for it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a dead. hit and run. It was a bump and a thump. <laughs> Ladies oh and gentlemen God. of the jury, this was not a homicide. This was simply a bump and a thump. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> And then uh, we go. We go to Whitney's uh, number one hit song, "Bump and a Thump." <laughs> Inspired. I will say, I think uh, Andrew, didn't, did you bring up, or maybe it was someone else who brought up the um, Irina Villanelle spinoff? Um, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> yeah. if the next season we get some duo action. Yeah, his buddy cop. Yeah, yeah. On previous uh, previous episode when uh, we were talking about Irina seemingly being more invested and in knowing more about uh, how things should go, that she was going to be, she wants to be in. She wants to be in this. And yeah, there she's she's getting in. All right. In her laugh at the end, though, that's that's the scary part. She was just laughing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, winners. First, uh, one winner, and if you have a secondary winner, you can tag it on at the end. Uh, Andrew. Uh, I want to say Constantine, because he now has one and a half assassins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whitney? Ooh, I'm going to say Irina. Um, Yeah, she scored the game-winning goal, it sounds like. Uh, (laughs) She learned how to drive stick. Mm-hmm. Um, she's becoming a woman or is a woman now. Um, we learned all about her grooming habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that she's, she, I just want to see more of her. She's, she's taking names. She's doing some bump and thumping. <laughs> uh, Tia. Um, you know, we, nobody's a fan of this person, but this, <laughs> this is not who you think. This episode okay. is their time to shine, and that's the title card staff member. He, she, or they, whoever this person is, I think they won this episode because they got in some very corny, corny jokes, and they are, they're winning. They're having a drink at home, very proud of themselves. Tia, yeah, they listen. Don't encourage them. <laughs> <laughs> more. I think they want more. Yeah, that title card person might have won, but they lost my liking <laughs> i i got him um take that burn uh i think my winner is dasha's jacket her bowling jacket mm. um it's glittery it's very audacious uh, i don't think anyone can pull that off um so yeah that's my winner for the episode yeah she seemingly wears that everywhere she goes and has for the last 40 years yeah uh, Definitely. Winner for me is um, I'm going to go with Nico because he survived. Yeah. He told Eve to fuck off. He's he's back in London. Uh, it seemed like, and uh, if he's not, if he's not in London, 
you know, it doesn't change anything. Okay, everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everybody calm down. Um, and he's got his dad there kind of taking care of him. He's got a, a speak and spell kind of thing. Um, hopefully his vocal cords heal. Uh, I don't know. It seems yeah. like that's probably not going to happen. Um, but Nico's my winner. Losers. What do we got? Tia. Um, my loser is Villanelle for sure. She, this was like the most upset I think we've ever seen her throughout all three seasons. And just the fact that she thought when she was going to be a keeper, it was going to be a big deal. And Helene's like, who said that? Who said you was going to be giving orders? Mm-hmm. So she's a loser. Yeah. Kelly. I think um, I was, Villanelle was top of my list, but I think I'm going to go a different route and say Constantine. I don't, I don't think he's psyched about the fact that Irina is going to become a little assassin. He looked very concerned, very uh, unsettled. Um, and so now he has to deal with her and Villanelle. Seems like a lot. Uh, I'm going to jump in here only because that's also my loser uh, for reasons previously stated. Uh, his daughter is jumping into the game. His current asset is losing it. He just lost a son, uh, and he his whole escape plan seems to be kind of blowing up a little bit. Yeah. Whitney? Uh, I'm going to say Carolyn's plants. I don't think they're <laughs> going to make it. Uh, I think it's a last-ditch effort, and I think... I think... I mean, you can't stop rot, so... Yeah. She's <laughs> injecting them with that reanimator juice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew. Uh I'm gonna say Irina's hockey coach because he's losing a great player. She's not uh, drives hard into the corners and she scores the game winning goals. So yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Andrew. I would like yeah. to I'd like to tack up. I agree onto Andrew's. That's good. All right. Uh that will do it for for the episode. I will say, as far as plugs go, uh, check out studyhallshow.com. We have shows Wednesdays in May at 8 p.m. and Saturdays in June at 7 p.m. We invite college lecturers to inspire the comedy. Uh, so it's a really fun time. Check it out. Uh, anybody else have anything to add? As far as plugs? Yeah. Uh, watch the one season of Tuca and Birdie. It starts off a little weird, but it ends really <laughs> strong. Nothing out there like it, y'all. Cool. What are we going to watch What's that on a wagon? <laughs> Netflix. It's good. Oh. It has Ali Wong, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, that cartoon. Yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking I know it now. <laughs> okay. Yes. That sounds familiar now. Uh, anybody else? No. All right. Cool. Well, that will uh, do it for us. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Whitney. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you all for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.